This is Cape Talk. And so to the shoes. Boy, oh boy, we didn't expect quite as many messages as we've got today. Clearly, this is a big issue on finding the perfect fit. Mandy emailing me to say, I have a real problem finding shoes to fit my problem feet. Ideally, they should have, have to be made uh, to get handmade shoes, but this doesn't seem to be an option in South Africa. Mandy tells me I have size nine feet with a narrow heel and a wide front, plus they are flat. It is impossible to meet all the criteria to fit them, and most of the time, I walk around in uncomfortable shoes. It's really ruining my life, is her comment. Thank you for tackling the topic of difficult feet. Uh, right, another one from Anne who says, I have a long, narrow foot, which is difficult. I mainly buy woolly shoes, which are size nine, sometimes ladies and sometimes men's. But either way, they are too wide, not good for my feet and not very elegant. Uh, I also have narrow feet, Anne, but mine are down in the size four range. And I have the, the problem of just never being able to find small enough shoes in most cases. I've often had to go and buy from the children's section, which is not ideal when you're looking for a fancy pair of shoes to wear for a smart evening. Um, another message from a guy with flat feet. He says, I love wearing boots, Caterpillars, Timberlands, Chelsea style, but always struggle to get them to fit properly. The very top bone on both of my feet is always under pressure when I'm wearing new boots. And I wonder if this specific bone is meant to be there and hold my feet back from looking fabulous. I love the way you talk about your shoes. Okay, well, let's bring in somebody to speak with more of an expert eye on this topic. Uh, The reason I brought it up in the first place is that I was really intrigued uh, to come across a survey a while back suggesting that as many as two out of three children are wearing the wrong sized shoe. And then I thought about it some more and I thought, you know, that's not that surprising, particularly in a South African context. Um, Well, firstly, let me say, if you've got kids, you know the struggle. You buy new school shoes at the start of the year. They look fabulous for about two weeks. And then, of course, they go through a growth spurt. And those shoes have been outgrown within a matter of weeks. It drives me mad. So, yes, there's that factor to consider, that they go through growth spurts at unusual times. In this country, too, there is also another factor to consider, and that's the economic one. There are plenty of children who are squeezing into too tight shoes because there isn't a budget to buy new ones, if they're lucky enough to have shoes at all. And equally, I'm sure there are plenty of kids flopping around in too big shoes because their parents have bought them on the large side, hoping they will last a little bit longer as they grow. So these are real issues. It's not that surprising that many kids are wearing the wrong size, and I'm sure many adults are too, wearing shoes that actually don't fit them all that well. So why should we care, and what can we do to improve the fit of our shoes? To help us engage with that, I'm delighted to welcome via Zoom Michael. Michael Wyatt, who is the managing director of Barter Shoes in South Africa. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Pippa, thank you. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting questions. So I'm feeling the heat already a little <laughs> bit, but I'm sure I'll be able to help you as we go. Well, that's all we can ask is that you do your best. I mean, are you surprised to hear a study saying it's that higher level that two thirds of kids aren't in the right uh, size shoe? No, not in the South African context. I think you pointed out, you know, with the economy, how it is and with the economic challenges that families are under um, in South Africa, we have two extremes. You know, a lot of children don't even have a single pair of shoes, let alone a pair that doesn't fit. So there is definitely an economic factor that forces children into shoes that are the wrong size. And then there's obviously the other side of it of parents, um, you know, buying a little bit bigger than they need to because they hope that the kids can grow into it and, you know, buy one pair a year instead of two or three. So it's all very valid. Okay. How do you know when a shoe is fitting properly, Michael? What should you be looking for? Yeah, very simply, um, I'm sure we all remember 
the years back, you know, when you put on a pair of shoes and your parents would try to squeeze the toe or slip a finger in the back of the heel to yep. see if there's a little bit of space. Generally, that rule still applies. Um, you could take that as a general rule. Ideally, when the shoe is on the foot and you put your foot on the ground, your toe shouldn't touch the end and you shouldn't step out of the shoe. So that's very, very basic. You know, you want to give a little bit of room, approximately half a centimeter or so, just to give yourself a little bit of uh, breathing room, if you want to call it that. Okay, the shoe, the toe shouldn't touch the shoe. And of course, I'm thinking now of my two small pair of, of shoes that I bought because I loved them so and they were so beautiful and they just didn't have them in my size so I went one size smaller Michael in the hopes yep. that they might stretch I think a lot of people do that they think well it doesn't matter if they're a little bit tight when I buy them new because surely I'm going to wear them in is that a wise way of thinking or is it actually quite rare for a shoe to, to stretch with your foot yeah look I there's a lot of people that do that um, I heard you mention you were a size 4 my wife's also a size 4 so yep. she ends up shopping in its section much to her dismay as well I'm <laughs> um, not alone but, no you're not the only one but uh, to put it simply footwear will generally stretch with weight so if you buy a pair of leather shoes um, or a pair of women's pumps generally if it's a little bit tight on either side of the foot, it will stretch. But shoes generally won't stretch lengthways because of the sole of the shoe. So my recommendation would be never buy a pair of shoes that's too short in terms of the toe. Otherwise, you're just going to have constant problems and a very uncomfortable evening when you're out and about. Yeah. Okay, so that's really good advice. Think about the sole of the shoe containing the size. It's not going to stretch beyond that. Thank you for that. Look, discomfort is one thing, Michael, but there are actually very good medical reasons not to be wearing a too short, short, uh, too tight or too large uh, shoe. I mean, you actually run the risk of foot deformities and actual medical damage, don't you? No, 100%. I mean, this is why when you get into podiatry, approved footwear and so forth, it's specifically designed for the feet. I mean, as we get older as adults, not necessarily as applicable, but particularly for for kids, it's very important, you know, to allow the room for growth. But then again, you know, as a, as a woman, for instance, if you're wearing high heels every day at the office, um, all of those compacts. So, you know, I'm a sucker for boots. I love a pair of genuine uh, leather you know, good, your welted boots and so, and also not the most comfortable things for guys. Um, so it's across the board. We're talking to Michael Wyatt, who is the Managing Director of Barter Shoes in South Africa. And if you are thinking or about a question you'd like answered with regard to the fit of your shoes, you're very welcome to pop through a WhatsApp to 0725671567 or give us a call on 0214460567. Maybe you are somebody who is prepared to admit to the damage that has been done by squeezing your toes into the oh-so-gorgeous but oh-so-too-small pair of stiletto heels, for example. Uh, as Michael's mentioned, with growing children, growing feet, there is a risk of actual physical deformities if you want to take it to the extreme. But there are also things like corns and calluses and ingrown toenails, which can be affected uh, by by and triggered by wearing the wrong size. So it really is important to get it right. Michael, you've mentioned a couple of uh, um, important things around shifting shoe sizes and foot sizes. I yeah. mean, women in pregnancy is a common one. I, I It didn't happen to me, but a colleague told me her feet went up a full size during pregnancy. Um, should you expect yeah. it to go back again afterwards? Do you know? That's a tough one for me to answer, <laughs> but uh, I, I would I would think so. Yes, 
Um, you know, I think the general, there's a general sort of rule in footwear that when you are trying on shoes, you do it at the end of the day, because okay. obviously the foot itself is swollen from, you know, walking around and actually being on your feet the whole day. If you measure your foot in the morning, for instance, if you say you woke up very early, went to, you know, the shopping center, tried on a pair of heels for that evening, they may fit in the morning. By the time you come to the afternoon or the evening and you put them back on, they'll be a lot tighter. And that's just got to do with, you know, the changes in the body over the day. So the general recommendation would be, yes, leave a little bit of room and have your foot measured or try on shoes at the end of the day when it's slightly, slightly more swollen than it would be in the morning. Okay, that's great advice. So wait till uh, almost closing time to go and buy the shoes. Michael, what about... Okay. What about those who have the challenge that I have of two slightly different sized feet, Michael? It's a mission, especially since they've dropped half sizes uh, for many of us to find a good fit. And if you then add to it the fact that I've got a sort of a size four and the other one is closer to a four and a half. Um, Since they dropped half sizes, I've just always had to squeeze into a size four because a five is going to be enormous on me. Uh, Is that common or am i something of an anomaly it's common generally the half sizes apply to the width of the shoe more than the length of the shoe generally but it's okay. a half size that, that little bit of extra room and that's where your comfort would have come from what i personally do and it's a and it's an old trick is um, if you go to a discam or if you go to a clicks i'm sure everybody knows those little thin foam insoles that you put into shoes yes. uh, if you do have a pair and you have to buy up the size to get the right length that you need you can always buy a pair of insoles pull out the insole of the current pair of shoes trace it basically cut a copy so you're making a template and then insert it into the shoe um, this this takes up a little bit of volume inside the shoe so you get a much snugger fit i personally do it with boots or leather shoes because as we all know after a month or two of wear your shoes have stretched and then they start feeling loose so i just put an insole inside them makes it a bit tighter makes it a better fit and that generally solves a lot of those problems that's a really practical tip thank you very much if anybody else has got strategies for dealing with the challenges of unusual feet please share them with us as well with a voice note or a whatsapp okay so we've spoken about um, what to do if they're a little bit too big we've spoken about not being tempted to buy them a little bit too small because of the potential damage to your feet we've spoken about the best time of day to try them on Michael is there anything else you think our listeners should know about fitting shoes and buying the right size for their feet Yeah, it might sound logical, but always stand up and walk around. Um, You know, often we get too excited. You've seen a pair of shoes online that you've bought without trying them on, or you're rushing when you're at the shops and you try on something and you you put it on, you kind of, you know, touch the toe, look, this looks good. You have a look in the mirror and off you go. Only when you get home and you actually walk around, do you suddenly realize this isn't comfortable or, you know, my toe is touching the end or the shoe's too, you know, too shallow and I'm stepping out of it. So, a recommendation would be much to the retailer's dismay, but have a little walk around the store. Um, make sure that it really fits and it's really comfortable and it looks good on the feet. And, you know, most of all, you know, are you are you happy with the shoes? Do they make you feel good? Uh, and if all that all those boxes are ticked, then I think you find yourself a good pair. Michael, I want to say thank you so much for all the advice you've shared with us today. Um, you, you represent a, a quite wide variety of brands in South Africa these days as the Barter Group. Final question is, is where do we find them? If you want to go and buy yourself a well-fitting pair of Barter shoes, where do you go these days? You know, our big customers will be the likes of Ackermans, Pep, uh, Mr. Price Group, uh, Edgar's, uh, Jet Stores. So any of those stores, you'll go in there and get yourself a good pair of Barter Tuffies. 
Um, yeah, and we'll be very thankful for that. So thank you. Well, thank you for your time this afternoon. Great to have you on the show. Michael White, the Managing Director of uh, Barter Shoes in South Africa. And uh, also just want to say, I know in the past they have been so helpful in coming to uh, the aid of... Uh, Schools that have needed donations of school shoes and the like, a company that really has, has been prepared to help uh, with that challenge you mentioned right at the start of the interview. The fact that in South Africa there are many children who don't grapple with the challenge of a badly fitted shoe. They simply do not have any shoes at all. And we're always grateful for the support they lend when we are trying to help with projects like that.